in this room anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on Charlamagne would be on. No, he's uh, running late. Oh. He's running late. He's out of town and he's running late. <laughs> okay. Well, good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God is not here. And it's Thursday! Yes, and what a Thursday. What a Thursday. Now, um, last night, um, I was running around to different high schools. That sounded crazy, right? Oh, look that at you. Crazy. All that's, right. That's this is not the time for this. That sounded crazy. Envy. Actually, my son was looking <laughs> uh, at different high schools, so I was taking him to a bunch of different open houses. I don't know why I thought he was already in high school. No, the school that he goes to now is an eighth grade that's connected to a high school, so it's kind of like uh, it's eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, so it's all together. So, so why doesn't he graders, go there? Uh, he might go there. It, oh. it depends. He plays sports, so... It, for him, it's it's education, and it's also how the teams are doing and, and how he would fit on that team. So he's just, you know, weighing his options. Just okay. weighing his options. So that's what I was running around doing yesterday. Um, what what you do yesterday? Anything? Um, what did I do yesterday? I was at a Dumbo House, Soho House in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and that's really all I did. I've been... What is Dumbo House for people that don't know? It's like a lounge restaurant type of place. Mm-hmm. It's in Brooklyn. It's kind of new. I guess it's only been there maybe like a over a little over a year. Okay. But um, yeah, that's what I did yesterday. And I've been cleaning my house and trying to get rid of all. I have all these clothes I'm trying to get rid of. I was trying to do the same thing. I have a lot of sneakers and a lot of clothes, and I've been trying to figure out if who, what organization I should give it to. So what I do is for some of the stuff that. My, I know my friends can use mm-hmm. and certain people. I try to like be like, okay, this is nice because I've never worn this. And the rest of the stuff I donate. Right. So I know some of my friends are like, oh, I need this, I need that. I would love to have one of those events where you we all bring stuff that's like good, you know, in good condition, and then we swap. Girls did that day. We had we had these swap parties. Okay. But whatever. I was thinking about that, too. I was thinking about, you know, I wanted to... Some of the stuff is really fly. I just don't wear it anymore. It just, it, you know, maybe it just doesn't fit me anymore or it's not really out of... Not in style. But there's a lot of kids and a lot of high school students that I think can really use it and be fly in their school, whether it's a, a pair of Jordans or a pair of uh, Pharrell's or some Bape or some Balmain jeans. But I think the, I think students would be able to wear it better than if I just give it to the Salvation Army. I just I think they'll get a better use out of it. What stuff. is that you're wearing today? Is that a reindeer? This is not a reindeer. I thought it was a deer, but it's a... Uh, what am I, what what my daughter told me it was? I don't remember. I don't know. But you don't even know what you're wearing? No, Torrey. You know the, the, the stylist Torrey that made Charlemagne's jean jacket like 10 years ago? I found it in my closet. This is like 10 years old. And I found it. I was like, I'm going to wear it. I don't know. I don't know if it's a reindeer or if it's a... a what is it? It's a deer in headlights. What? A gazelle? That's what it is. It's a is gazelle. it really a gazelle? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I thought it was a moose. So I am not even going to lie. I, I you don't thought that was a moose? I don't know what it is. I don't know. It looks like a deer. Ray. I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know. Maybe an antelope. I don't know. But anyway, let's get the show cracking. Today, joining us from Housewives of Atlanta, also from BBD in New Edition, Ronnie DeVoe and his wife, Shamari DeVoe. Now, they're on um, Housewives of Atlanta. What's been going on with them? 
Uh, so this season, well, first, this is their first season on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they talk a lot about their open marriage. Open marriage? Well, they don't have it anymore, but they did go through a rough period of their marriage where they decided to have an open marriage. So I'm sure they're going to want to talk about that. Um, so she can smash dudes and he can smash chicks? I'll let them tell it because I don't want to say it that way. I ain't built for that. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, I can't do but that. But they've been together a long time, and she was in the singer and in the group Black, and of course, he was a new addition. Okay. All right, so we'll kick it with them in a little bit, and also we got front page news, what we're talking about. Ooh, we're going to talk about a divorce that involves $137 billion. Wow. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about Jeff Bezos and his wife, Mackenzie. They are headed for a divorce. And they have $137 billion on the line right now. Uh, now, Bezos said on Twitter, after what uh, they refer to as a trial separation, that they have now decided to end their marriage. They were married for 25 years. They said it is amicable. And they didn't have a prenup, FYI. So we don't know what's going to happen when it's time to divide up those assets. But besides just the money, they also have 400,000 acres of property. So they are two of the biggest landholders in the country. And if you don't know who Jeff Bezos is, he's the uh, CEO and founder and creator of Amazon. But yes. I, I'm not mad at that. She should get half. They've been married, what, 25 years? She mm-hmm. was here, she was with him from the grind, helping start Well, we don't know if getting, she's getting half, but oh. we just know that they didn't have a prenup. They also have four kids together between the ages of 13 and 18. And <laughs> she he also it. was allegedly uh, having an affair. Oh, whoa. A relationship with former So You Think You Can Dance host Lauren Sanchez. And according to the National Enquirer, that's how their marriage ended. Wow. Well, she should get it. Which you have yeah. before that. And what it's amicable, so, mm-hmm. you know, and even if she did get half, she, he'll still have quite a he's, bit of money. Yeah, he still can't <laughs> spend all that money. Well, yeah, he's, he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about the government shutdown. This has been going on since December 22nd. What is going to happen? Well, they did have negotiations, and it didn't end well. Now, yesterday, Donald Trump stormed out of a meeting with congressional leaders, and uh, he tweeted, of course he tweeted, just left a meeting with Chuck and Nancy, a total waste of time. I asked what is going to happen in 30 days. If I quickly open things up, are you going to approve border security, which includes a wall or steel barrier? Nancy said, no. I said, bye-bye. Nothing else works. How, how does he, how does, how is he president? He's just like a, a seven-year-old that just gets mad and then he just walks out. Like, I, I don't understand this. Is he, I guess he's allowed to. You know, there's so many people right now suffering because of this government shutdown that can't pay their bills. People have started GoFundMes. People are trying to find other means of how to get some uh, money. And it's a terrible time for people and he should care more about that than trying to get this wall funded and all these promises that he wants to get because yeah, that's what's really himself. holding everything up. What happened to compromise? And all the people that voted for him should really feel a way because, I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of them are affected. I mean, It's been 20 days. Imagine 20 days of not making any money. And, and does it affect the food stamps and all that stuff as well? Um, I don't think it affects food stamps yet. But I did read something about um, the safety of our food because, you know, they have to check things to make sure, check the food. So nobody's checking the food. I think that's slowed down a lot. So it could potentially put people's health in danger. What about the edibles and stuff like that? Are they checking those and making sure those are good? Like weed edibles? Yes. Because they're legal in some places and you got to make sure that they're, you know, following protocol, right? Okay, maybe not. What else we got you? What are you talking about? (laughs) All right, well, that's your front page news.
The reason well, I'm not even gonna say it. What? All right. The reason Wait, I'm gonna uh, say you that you just took one this morning. No, I didn't take one this morning. But a long time ago, I purchased oh one out in Vegas where it's legal. And when I looked at it the other day, it had all types of mold on it. And I was like, nobody checked this edible because it had mold. I didn't know you could get grow mold on. Anyway, all right, that's front page news. So you had edibles with mold on it? Yes. I didn't eat it, though. I threw it out, but I w- it was weird. I just didn't think that, that really could happen. had you high. Yeah. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad day or bad morning or a horrible night, whatever it may be. Get it off your chest. Phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Hello, who's this? Good morning, Evie. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. It's Rick. Rick from Brooklyn. Hey, hey, Charlemagne's here, too. He was just a little late. Uh, I'm pulling up Charlemagne right now. I'm running late myself, yo. I I hit a snooze button this morning, and I'm... Put my head back down, and all of a sudden I'm late. And I did the Angela, same I thing. Alarm clock went off, uh, and you hit the snooze button, and let me get ten more minutes, and nope. How long does it take you from when you set your alarm until you get out of bed? I was looking at that this morning. So I usually get up at five. Like I get up at five, like on the dot. Angela, I was actually at Mango Tea last night. So oh, that's my spot. I, I, so I, I got up at five. The alarm went off, and then I hit snooze. And then when I look, it's five forty-seven. I'm like, I Damn. can't work by now. Now that's yeah, snooze. But, yeah, but the difference between me and you is you had a couple of run punches last night. Yeah, well, man, listen, them rum punches kicked in, and now I'm <laughs> this, is my, this is my way of telling everybody at work, yo, I'm on my way, man. All right, bro. Yes. Happy, happy belated birthday, all right? Thank you so much. I'll probably go to Mango Seed this weekend. Paul! Yo. What's up, Paul? Get it off your chest. I want to get it off my chest. I want to uh, envy you. I'm disappointed in you, man. Why you really it? out here thinking edibles last forever, man? I didn't think it lasts forever. <laughs> but forever? I didn't think edibles had an expiration date. It was only like two, three months. Why? Edibles oh, are food. I mean, Why wouldn't they have an expiration edibles, date? Because it was a gummy. It was a gummy. So I didn't think the gu- Like, Charlamagne, you just got it. I was saying I opened up an edible the other day, and it, it was had mold on it. And I was surprised. I didn't know the gummies actually molded out. But it, it was all moldy and nasty. It's, it's food, bro. It's food. It's food. Why Why wouldn't food go back? Because you, you ever see a box of gummies? A box of gummies can sit on that, I don't know, it can sit food, in, the, in the closet. How do you know, Envy? You ain't that, there's nobody that's ever had a box of gummies for over a year. You're really disappointing me. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't know. But I now can't I'm believe these bananas no are about to go bad. I didn't know. I, well, I, it's I, crazy because, <laughs> hey, weed goes bad. So you think just because they drop a little bit of weed and some food is never supposed to go bad? All right. Now, 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 when you say weed goes bad, does weed get stale or does it actually go bad? See, he didn't know. It it's, gets stale. And that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good point. You right? Thank you, bro. All right, man. Y'all have a good morning. You too now. Hello, who's this? Yo, Fahim, this Envy. Good morning, y'all. Fahim, what's up, bro? You said you Envy? Uh, man, but envy. Just, Go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, man, I need this uh, Big Hellman flavored Cheeto chip Donald Trump to send him and his toupee down somewhere, man. He's killing us hardworking people out here. Yeah. Yeah, I was coming through the airport yesterday talking to one of the TSA agents, man, and she was like, yeah, we, I was like, how you doing? One dude goes, I'm here. <laughs> and another girl goes, I'm doing all right. We're not getting paid, though. I was like, damn, man. Man, that big Hellman flavored Cheeto need to sit down, man. We ain't got no money for no wall. He the big, man. You pay for the wall. Mm. All right. Like, like mayonnaise flavored Cheetos. Hmm. Yeah, like like Easy E said, man, cocaine come from Columbia. Cocaine come from Columbia. AKs come from uh, what you call it? We ain't got no boats or planes. Y'all do the math. 
I don't get it, but I You got to learn the quote better next time, man. You got to yeah. learn, you got to quote it right. I, I, you just, I see where you at. He was almost I, there. Yeah, you in the range. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We get where you were going with that. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Rochelle calling Georgia. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to tell you guys real quick, I've been listening to y'all for years, man. Uh, I thank you guys for everything that you do. I'm a truck driver, and you guys keep me moving, man. So I just want to say thank you. Keep up the good work. Appreciate everything. All right, bro. You in the truck now? I'm in the truck right now. Blow man. the horn, right bro. Now. Huh? Blow the horn. Here we go. I just did. <laughs> that one sounds so bad, man. All right, bro. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? What's up, bro? This is Marcel Reed from Detroit, Michigan. What's up, Marcel? Get it off what your up, chest. What up, though? What up, what up? I got one thing to get off my chest. I've been DM, DMing Charlemagne God my book for a long time, and he ain't responded. Well, what's the name of your book, sir? It's called Little Noah Speaks Out. And if, I don't ever check my IG DMs, and I haven't been on Instagram or Twitter or anything since December 26, 2018, and I'm proud of that. Okay, okay, my bad. But my I'll check bad. your book out. <laughs> but yeah, it's on Amazon. It's called Little Noah Speaks Out. And it's oh, you want me to buy to it? Encourage, yeah, it's to encourage kids uh, you about, buy it. you know, if somebody touch them and stuff like that, you know, uh, it's encouraged them to speak out, you know. You should so buy I'll, it, Charlemagne. I'll, How much I'll, is the book? I'll, I'll buy yours, you buy mine. It's, it's ten ninety nine. Okay, I'm going to buy yours, you buy mine. All uh, right, I'll do that. Shook one, anxiety playing tricks on me. That don't sound right when you're talking about a book about touching kids. You're like, you buy yours, I'll buy mine. That's like you touch your, uh, you well, know what I mean? How much you is your book, Charlemagne? Huh? How much is your book? I don't remember. <laughs> but it's available on Amazon. Shook one, anxiety <laughs> playing tricks on me. It's all right now. All right, bro. He got you. All right. Hello, who's this? This is Angela from Augusta. Hey, Angela. Angela. Good morning, guys. It is so good to hear you guys. It's so good. This is my first time calling in, and it's so good to hear you guys. I love you guys. We love you back. What's up, Mama? I want to first make a comment. I want to respond to the guy that called in yesterday about get it off his chest, about building that wall. He was saying um, that we should build the wall, and it sounded like it was a black guy. I don't know because I'm listening through the radio. But he did sound black. Like he did sound yes. black. He did, and and he was saying that he was incarcerated, and they build up the wall to keep these people out, and blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Now he's saying those things now, but let it show up on his paycheck as a tax deduction, uh, a deduction, <laughs> as you know, this is for building the wall. Mm -hmm. he, that Negro would <laughs> up. <laughs> He'd be a Democrat. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about building this wall, and I think it's personally, I think it's hogwash. He's talking, you know, he wants to build this wall. I don't know how that clown got into the president's, but he's there. You know right. what I'm saying? Because 40 million so, people voted for him. And 40 million people voted for him. I didn't vote for him, but, you know, but it is what it is. So it's not really affecting me. And I don't know if it's affecting the teachers or not. But, you know, I'm a single parent and I drive trucks. But what about the teachers that are teaching our kids? Right. You know, I agree with you totally 100%, Charlemagne, that it should go to the teachers and to... You know the economy that is needed. Healthcare and right. all that the other stuff. There's so many things yeah. that can be better than building a wall. Yes, so much things can be done for building the wall, and I just think it's it's crap. And people, we we ought to get together. If we need to stand together on this guy, I don't know how he's still holding this presidency, mm -hmm. but he's holding it. And 
it's just it's sad. What's crazy is he only got like a, a, he got what 2020 as a wrap. Yeah, next year. Yeah, next year. I mean, you know, well, of course, unless, be, unless, he get, unless he gets reelected. <laughs> well, thank you, Mama. Don't for put calling. that in the atmosphere. Thank you, guys. I love you so much. I just wanted to get that off my chest, and I continue to listen to you guys to the day I die. Angela, thank you, let me Angela. Ask, let me ask you a question, Angela. Yes. You yes. In your, you in your truck right now? Oh yes, I am. Blow that horn for me. Mm-hmm. That may sound like a creep. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Angela. That's, why does that sound nasty when you're talking to a female Let truck driver? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Are you in your truck She's right now? Blow your horn for me. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, and i tell you what question Kevin Hart does not want you to ask him anymore. Also, Jamil Hill, find out what she has that's coming out next. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's very, 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 very big. Very, 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 very big. Pause. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, first, Kevin Hart was saying that there was a slim chance that maybe he would host the Oscars. Very, very slim. Now he's saying, let's not even discuss it. I'm over it. Here he is on Good Morning America. There's no more conversation about it. I'm, I'm literally, I'm over that, I'm over the moment, and I'm about today, so I'm done with it. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. That's what I personally am. Absolute no. Yes, I'm not hosting the Oscars this year, and it has nothing the, to do in with... In the future. It, it's hard to predict what can happen, and I, I don't want people to think that there's a thing between me and the Academy, because there isn't. Uh, he's absolutely right. There's no need to talk to him about it. But when uh, Kevin Hart comes to the Breakfast Club to promote his new movie, <laughs> The Upside, that will be the first question I ask him. So We're are you definitely going to ask him? We should just, ask several times throughout the interview. Are you sure? Just be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you know, just to be a jerk. That's all. All right. Well, they are saying now that they have decided that that uh, ceremony will be without a host. All right. As we've long suspected that no one's going to host at all. So what they are going to do is basically have a different group of A-list celebrities introducing different segments throughout the night and a lot of skits. They've done that before, though, right? Yes, the, but that was about mm, 30 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Back in 1989. Mm. So. Oscar's been trash for a while, though. I mean, it's not like... I, Kevin Hart would have probably made me tune in. Uh, other than Kevin Hart, I'm not really tuning in Well, Whoopi Goldberg had said she was game to host the Oscars also. Did they invite her? Uh, Did they ask or she, she just said she wants to? Well, she said she would do it. Okay. She's game for it. I mean, so. it she said, now I realize I may not be anybody's first choice. And she said, I'm also problematic. But she does love films and all of that. So I'm and not it, does depend, it, it depends what uh, day that the Oscars come on. Because depending on what February else is on 24th. TV. I got to see what else is on TV. Is Power going to be back then? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, February 24th. No, Power comes back in March, I think, right? Oh, okay. Oh, no, 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 that's Billions comes back in March. I don't know when Power comes back. All right, in the meantime, Jamil Hill is going to be doing her new Unbothered podcast, and that's going to be on Spotify. Dropping the clues for Jamil Hill. She posted, I'm ecstatic to announce I'll be launching a podcast called Unbothered. This is an incredible opportunity for me, and I'm thrilled to be partnering with a brand that's shown such a steadfast commitment to unique voices. I saw Jamel over the holidays. We was on a flight together, uh, headed to the Caribbean. Did she just get engaged? Yes, she did. Congrats to her. She looks very happy. Oh, All she right. just got engaged? Mm-hmm. Oh, she must have got engaged in the Caribbean then, over the holidays. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick Young has been named a suspect in an alleged robbery, and what they are saying happened is uh, a fan wanted to take a picture, not the paparazzi, a fan. Nick Young said he didn't want to be photographed, but the fan took a picture anyway, and that's when Nick Young went and actually kicked him in the testicles and stole his phone, according to Kicked him in the nuts? Yeah. Wow. 
So, I don't know. What do you do when someone takes a picture of you even though you told them no? You don't kick them in the don't. nuts, especially <laughs> when you're an NBA player <laughs> worth millions of dollars yeah. that everybody knows. There's nothing you okay? can do, right? Nothing, nothing you can do. Yeah, I mean, you just walk off, curse the dude out, but you don't. You definitely don't kick him in the nuts and take his phone. That's going to cost him about a million. <laughs> exactly. Now, let's talk about Sin Santana. Now, she was on lip service like two and a half years ago, and this uh, part of the conversation resurfaced. Y'all can yeah. keep the Puerto Rican, man. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good on a Puerto Rican, man, too. I agree. What does that I mean, Sin? I do black guys all day. I did yeah, the Spanish thing. Doesn't work guys. out for me. I'm good. Why? What's wrong with guys that are Hispanic? I don't know. I think they're too emotional. You don't think I black guys are They're very emotional? overly possessive, me. They are, the Puerto Ricans. And yeah. black guys cater to, to us Spanish girls, especially. Like, they... You know what? Let me not even get into it. Oh, she's going to get herself in trouble now. The black girls, yeah. <laughs> not, like, I didn't mean it like that, but, you know, black girls going to take it personal. All right. Now, let's be very clear because people were saying I'm, I don't identify as black. I've always identified as black, and that's why I know that black girls do get upset when people say that. But I also know that Stan Santana is not the type of person to try to offend anybody. She's a sweet girl. She worded that however she worded it. I don't think she meant any harm by it. So I didn't feel like... I should attack her for that, but she was getting attacked online and people were going in and actually misquoting her and saying all kinds of things that she didn't really say. And it was a quick snippet from the whole entire conversation. And she went on Twitter to clear it up. She said, now I'm going to explain myself because these strangers are black women and I especially love the black woman. I've never in my life bashed one, never will. So I'm going to explain myself and shed some clarity. She said, uh, if I've offended anyone, I do indeed apologize. I use the word especially in a way that changed the context of what I was trying to say for some. And while I was trying to be sensitive, I use the word personal because I know it's a sensitive topic. I'm not here to attack. So, uh, for, First of all, black men cater to any woman that we are in a relationship with because we are the best men to be in a relationship with. Uh, because when Destiny's Child wrote <laughs> Cater to You, us black men took that to heart more than the women did. We cater to all uh, women, and that's why everybody wants a black man. And you know what else I was looking up yesterday? I was looking up some stats on uh, black oh, demographics, Lord. and 93% of black women have a black husband, and 85% of black men have a black wife, right? So that whole, you know, black women, black men love to be with other races, that's kind of, that's pretty much BS. Where, where'd you get these right? stats from, miss? I just on, bla on black demographics. Uh, black demographics. Now I'll tell you who should be com. mad. <laughs> blackdemographics.com. Bro, these are real stats, okay? You need to go look this stuff up. I'm serious. 93% of black right. women have a black husband. 85% of black men have a black wife. And 100% well, of all black men don't cheat. what are these other 15% of cheat. black men doing? No, I can tell you what they're doing. They in Hollywood, they in the NBA and the NFL. And y'all base, right. you know, that 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 Hollywood and NBA life on all men. No, those Negroes got other women. Us us brothers is out here with the sisters. Wow, black but anyway, Sin was definitely on social media explaining herself all day yesterday. So just to clear things up, Sin has I've never heard her say anything negative about black women. And to clear things up about myself, I've always identified as a black woman. That's why I know what makes us upset sometimes so i know that podcast what she was trying to say wasn't to upset or hurt anybody so everybody relax so so envy you said that black demographics is a what no it's a real site i'm, uh, I'm yeah, on it right now duh. Black envy, okay envy should, be offended. envy should be offended because they said they don't like hispanic men 
That is true, Envy. As a Puerto Rican really man, how do you feel about from that, that conversation? Envy? I'm black. I don't, I don't know what you talk. I identify as a black man. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I am black. I saw you in Dominican Republic. I was in Dominican Republic. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's With your, your rumor report. <laughs> With my people, man. Everybody With some white thinks, jeans on. Yo, I swear, everybody in the DR thought I was Dominican because you did of you guys. You did a whole interview in Spanish. I, I, I didn't speak, though. They were asking me you all types of... You didn't speak during the interview? I, did, I, I spoke in English. I didn't know what they were saying. He was, Envy was so like a dog in that situation. He was shaking his head to let them know he understood. That's what I was doing, because I honestly, you know what, forget y'all. We got front page news next. Uh, yes, we are going to talk about a really crazy situation. Uh, two men found, two black men found dead at this uh, Democratic donor's house. What happened? All right, and como esta usted to all my Dominicans out there as well. All right, ustedes. how did you just say? Como están ustedes? But it's not like you said you want them to be in a coma. I did not say that. How did you just say? I think I said, hello, good morning, how are you doing? Who's comatose? Emmy, cerra la boca. What? Uh, wepa. Was that right? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I don't know. All right. Front page news is next at The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into I want to I wanna, I wanna apologize to the Latino community for DJ NV's cultural appropriation of y'all. Um, Lo siento. Situation. Why? Okay. What? This is disgusting. What I heard behind the scenes is disgusting. And if he wants to pretend to be Dominican, I'm not. to get more Dominican parties, to break into that market. <laughs> He's talking about Tate doing a reality show on Univision. This is, this is ridiculous. I did this not, is ridiculous. I did not say none of that, man. his family's doing a telenovela. What is that? <laughs> you know what? Forget y'all. Let's get into some front page news. I'm black, by the way. What are we talking about you? Uh, now, there were two men that have been found dead in the past year in Democratic donor Edward Buck's home. And everybody's wondering what's going on. Now, the first man that was found dead was back in July of 2017. Uh, he was a 26-year-old uh, black man, and they said that the cause of death was an accidental methamphetamine overdose. So, not sure what... That's what they're saying happened there, but now a second man has been found, and that man has been identified. This is in West Hollywood as 55-year-old Timothy Dean, who worked at Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills. They said he was very well-liked. So far, they have not figured out what the cause of death is. It will be determined by the uh, coroner. So everybody's trying to figure out what's going on with this donor that these black men are dying at his house while he's present, by the way. He was there both times. Sound like they're doing drugs together to me. That's what it sounds like. And dude dude got some bad stuff or some stuff that only he can handle. All right. Now let's talk about Jeff Bezos. He, uh, Jeff Bezos is Jeff Bezos. (laughs) The founder and CEO of of, um, Amazon. Looks like he's getting a divorce. Now, you know, last year they're saying that he took a hit on his fortune because he was worth $160 billion, but then it dropped down to $137 billion. But now he and his wife, Mackenzie Bezos, did not have a prenup, so they're going to have to potentially maybe split everything in half. Who knows? But they are going to have to divide up those assets. They own 400,000 acres of property. So they're two of the biggest landholders in the country. Now, according to reports, Jeff Bezos was having a relationship with So You Think You Can Dance host Lauren Sanchez. And according to the National Enquirer, they're saying that's what ended his marriage. They must... Okay, well, he was cheating, but even still, they must 
really not like each other. Like, they must really they be over amicable. each other. They said it's amicable. They were together for 25 years. They have four children together. They're both really smart. They but both she's grad- getting half his fortune. Well, we don't know that yet. She's entitled to We don't know what's going to happen. She should. She should. They got four kids. She's been with him for 25 years. She helped build that company, I'm sure. Why Come not? on. Now, when I'm worth $160 billion or whatever it is, you don't need half of that. Yeah, but okay. I'm sure she's been very helpful. I mean, she's a novelist. She studied under Toni Morrison. You want to give she your wife an American Oh, so she don't need award. no money. She's the executive director of an anti-bullying organization. Yeah, you wouldn't give your wife half? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. You wouldn't give her she half? She don't need half of that. She can get 137 billion. He'll be. He'll still be she rich. She has your kids and raising your kids and helps it, you get to where you are. As Chris Rock says, billion? when you're rich and your wife wants half, fine. But if you're making 30000 and she wants half... You want to give your wife half, Charlamagne? I can't quote that. I mean, of course I would give my wife right, half. But still, <laughs> and, uh, but, but still, 160 billion. 137 now. 137 billion. Do you really need half of that? Do you? <laughs> no. Just give me, I'll take 10. Give you me don't 10 think billion, he'll be good. fine with about 70 billion still? He's going to be, be fine. fine. He'll be great. He'll be fine. The point, the point is, it's cheaper to keep her. And I just, they, they must really not like each other to be breaking up at this point in the game. Look. At the end of the day, 25 years together, four children. I don't know. If I had to give up right. Why shouldn't give... she be all, just as all right as he is? If I had to give up $70 billion, I'll be trying to work that out. If you had $70 billion, you would be like, all right, I still have $70 billion. You still have $70 I billion. I, I, I don't know. It's a lot of money. You'll make that again. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only person that's made that. That much. <laughs> all right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back from Housewives of Atlanta, Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe. You know Ronnie from Bell Biv DeVoe. You know him from New Edition. Now he's on Housewives of Atlanta. His wife, Shamari. You might know her from the group Black. Mm, baby, bring it all to me. What song was that? Black. Oh. All right, but we're going to kick it with them next, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Yes, sir. From Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know them as a couple. Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe. Welcome, yes, guys. Indeed. Hey. Yes. hey. You guys are virgins on the show. It's your yes. first time, the first yes. season. Yes. Inaugural season, huh? <laughs> so what made you do Housewives of Atlanta? How did you talk them into doing this? You know, they just kept reaching out to me. And last year when I was pregnant, um, I was like, no. And then this year they reached out again. I'm like, okay, fine. And um, it was it was something that I had to take to my husband because we have to talk to each other about, you know, every decision that we're going to make. So being the protective husband that he is, at first he was like, hell no, you're not going to do this. We're not going to put our life out there like that. But the more that we talked about it, we realized that it was a huge platform for us and we were able to like share our testimony with the world. So, But y'all revealed so much of y'all life already. Yeah, like, we let, did. Let, let's get to it. Right. Open yeah. relationships Open at relationship. one point? Open relationships. That's, That's right. Indeed. You know, we all go through things in relationships. Everybody has their challenges. That was just something that, you know, we went through. And um, it actually helped us and brung us closer together. Now, how yeah. open? Like, how open, open? Like, he can smash who he want, you can smash who <laughs> yeah. you want. Like, yeah. That's, it. That's exactly what Don't it was. Don't try this at home, everybody. Listen, whoa, whoa, and every, whoa, whoa. Yo, yo, and every relationship, when it first jumps off, right? Right. Fellas, oh, yo, God. you think about the threesome, right? And we had talked about that a couple times I'm early on in our relationship. I'm not going down this road with y'all, right? y'all to, but I ain't. I didn't have that in the beginning. No, but, <laughs> no, but you never had, you never <laughs> you had, had the conversation. Else, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yo, let's get that I've been with my woman 20 years. That's what I'm saying. So we had that conversation initially, but it never happened ultimately. So boom, fast forward, we get married. Everything is locked in and loaded. We get to the seven-year itch. Okay. 
right? Shamari comes in and says, yo, what you think about opening our relationship? I'm like, okay. Bright idea. Word? <laughs> so we finally go, yo, no, hold on, but like we finally, but no, no, it was delivered like, yo, we uh, we finally gonna have this menage a trois that we was talking about all this time. Okay. Okay, yo, I might actually be open for that, you know, because we've been tasting the same saltine crackers for the last seven years, ultimately. You guys it might are not be cool. saltine crackers. It might be cool to introduce <laughs> a little, you know, tuna or something like that to the cracker or what have you. Y'all so. got a little more flavor than crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how I started off, right? Definitely. Right? That's how I started you didn't have off. a problem if she right. had, a, a, you know, another man? Because she, you know, I seen a whoa, clip whoa, whoa. that she was no. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so, the thing. Uh, that was the thing. I wasn't with another man. I didn't, right. you know, I was with other women. So no men at all? No. Right. No No, he was my Your penis. Did you say a date? Okay. Okay. Like okay. Right. So, so you you had a couple other women. Yeah. Was he able to watch? Was he able to participate? Or nope. <laughs> That's how I started off, but it didn't actually go that way. What you mean? That was the plan. That was the plan. <laughs> the plan was you wasn't supposed to be penetrating these other women, but you ended up doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, the plan was for them no. to have a menage a trois. Right. It didn't end up happening. She right. ended up exactly. dating another woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, she cheated on you with a whole another woman. It wasn't oh, cheating. Was it, was, it was open. He knew about it. Were you in love? No. Oh. I knew I was never going to leave my husband. So it was just for the vagina, just for the fun. Yeah. I mean, we started dating when I was 21 years old, so there were some things that I wanted to experience that I didn't get a chance to experience. So, mm-hmm. like, I decided to dip in the lady pond and explore my bi-curiosity at the time. What, what did you not experience? Orgasms? <laughs> no, I did experience orgasms. I'm saying with another woman. You throw a shot at you, Ronnie. You see that? You throw a shot at you. I was about to say, yo. Yo, listen, she done experienced five or six of them motherfuckers in a night, man. Let's go. Let's go. So, did you like the lady pond? Yeah, it was cool for the for the moment, but like that's not something that you know I'm I'm interested in continually continuously doing. Like I, we're in a monogamous relationship now; it's just all about me and my husband. Right. Mm-hmm. This happened seven years ago. Our marriage has been restored for the past four years. Gotcha. Right. So, and you knew it was going to come up on the show because people oh, yeah. did know about that already. Yeah, like they had seen you guys out with other people. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So you kind of have to put it out there because they knew it. Yeah, and it's our truth, it's our story, and we're not ashamed of it. You know, us being transparent could help somebody else that may be going through challenges in their relationship. You now know? You can what are the pros women? and cons? I need to know some pros and cons, though. Like, what are of the, what? The open, open relationship. relationship. Yeah, are there any benefits? That's a, I mean, the benefit for a certain amount of time is the fact that you get to taste different flavors, you know. But ultimately... After tasting those flavors, you start the jealousy starts to come in. You know, mm. the envy starts to come in. Okay, maybe I'm at home and wifey is out. I'm like, whoa, what, shit? what the hell is wifey doing right, right. now? Mm. And then it's the reverse situation. Wifey's at the crib, like, whoa, 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 what the hell is my husband doing right now? Now you're starting to think about all kind of other things. What were the rules though? Like, was there no eating box? You know, you gotta <laughs> eat. You gotta wear a condom. Like, what's uh, what were the oh, rules? Definitely have to protect yourself. I don't need him bringing me home nothing. Right. Um, the rules, I mean, just be respectful at the end of the day. like. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Did you get to see the girls beforehand? Did you pick out the girls or it was just, you didn't want to know nothing about it? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't want to know nothing about it. Like, okay. you do your thing and I do mine. Could That's you guys go out separate, on actual dinner dates with other people or was it just a sexual mm-hmm. thing? Nah, nah. What, did we go yeah, out I mean, on dinner we dates? Yeah, I mean, we went out. Yeah, we went out. 
That's why you were saying people knew, heard about it and yeah. knew about it beforehand because I'm sure they seen us out. Oh, y'all went yeah. on, on dates with separate people. He went, he went out with a... Yeah. Oh, they are cool. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, was, yeah, that's cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating. because we, we had the conversation initially yes. that, yo, we're going to open cheating this thing out. You can do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Okay. It is what it is. Right. So could you yeah. take your wife to Ruth Chris and then take the other woman to Ruth Chris? I mean, we probably didn't visit nah, the same restaurant. I don't know if I want you to take yeah, her to Ruth Chris. Take, take the other woman to McDonald's. Did you ever meet any of the girls? Like, yeah. So they came up to the club and was like, you know I see, Yeah, I mean, I seen Whoa. them out in a, at your birthday party. Mm-hmm. You invited them to the birthday party? What? Yeah, he invited the girl oh, to the birthday party. Well, who helped you blow out your camera? Well, it's probably what, 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 probably, yo, it got to the point where it was, you know, a little gray. It was a whole lot of a gray area, ultimately. And uh, we were actually, it led to separation for us, you know, so, it I mean, wasn't. it's definitely, it wasn't good. yeah, it's definitely. It's very, the birthday party's taking it a little too far. Yeah, that's crazy, that's too You can't have. I mean, we were basically separated at the time. We were in our feelings, ultimately. This was fast forward probably a year later, maybe even damn near two years later before we began to restore our relationship. So, I mean, I, you know, at that point, I was feeling a little some kind of way. So, hey, you, you throw yeah. jabs. All right, we got more with Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe from Housewives of Atlanta, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. From Housewives of Atlanta, we have Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe. Charlamagne? Now, Shamari, once you open Pandora's box like that, because they always say women can't, I mean, a man cannot please a woman the way a woman can please another woman, especially when it comes to uh, eating vaginas. So was it hard to go back? No, it was not hard okay. to go back because he pleases me just as well or better than a woman. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. There you go. Say what you got to say for right. Say what you got to say. Let's clap up. No, seriously. Seriously. Like, <laughs> he does. He has everything, but he has more. Like, women don't have penis. Mm-hmm. Right. They just have a mouth. We have small and penises, they say. The yeah, we, yeah, right. Exactly. So he has a penis and he has a mouth. So, you know, I have the best of both wor- worlds. Women are, I'm sorry? Women and men who eat box better. Men. My husband. Okay. There you go. True. You True. never was nervous about maybe a girl looking better than you or a girl taking you from your man. Like that was never, no. Never? I wasn't nervous. Was I never nervous. was. I knew. I, I knew. I knew. I, I knew. I had this guy on lockdown. I knew he wasn't going nowhere. I put it on him when I was just turned twenty-one back in the day. So you wasn't going nowhere. So no menage a in the future. I went no, a, I no menage a trois. We are so While past I wasn't that. going nowhere. It was going down for a good three years. <laughs> you was going right back. Yes, indeed. What about you, Ronnie? Is it hard to go back after having that open relationship? Like, to just all of a sudden <clears throat> got to be faithful again? Yeah, listen, man, it was tough. I mean, you know, I <laughs> shut it all the way down at one point in our relationship. It was like, I'm done. And, uh, you know, when I think about marriage, um, to me, um, my parents got a divorce when I was like three years old, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't have that example of longevity as far as marriage, marriage was concerned, not in my home, but I had the example through friends and a couple other people outside of me. So I always felt like when I did this thing, I wanted to do it once and I wanted to be able to say ultimately 25 years, 50 year anniversary. So although it was tough, you know, something in me made me feel like um, I still love my wife. Maybe we can get over this. Mm. And um, God first. And then as a black man, she would always come to me and say, yo, let's go to a marriage, a marriage counselor, you right. know, so we can really figure out how to bring this thing back together. Right. And at first I was like, nah, hell nah. I'm so not trying people. to. Nah, right. 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 Nobody, mm-hmm. you know, stepping into my right. world. I, you know, uh, I know how to handle this ultimately. 
And um, I just had to bow down, and we saw a couple different counselors, and it wasn't until we really met up with Martez and Wadrina Layton, a married couple, that they began to speak life into us, and mm-hmm. our marriage was restored ultimately. But it took a minute. It took, it took a, a good time. It took a good year. At least six year. months. Yeah, it took a good, well, she said six months. It took a good year. Of hardcore really. education, yeah, like yeah. you were in college, like taking right. notes and really just learning about each other all over again and right. seeing what each other's love languages are and really right. practicing effective, active listening and communication. Like, yeah. it's, it's some real... Well, if a couple well, comes hard. to you guys and says, we're thinking about doing an open relationship, we know you guys did it, what would you tell them? Hell, Hell no. no. Don't do yeah, it. Don't do it. <laughs> so it yeah. wasn't worth opening Pandora's box? No, it wasn't. It was worth it because at the end of the day, I feel like it strengthened our bond. Like, everybody's going to go through challenges and obstacles, but when you're able to overcome those challenges and then come out even better after that, like, I feel like it was the experience was worth it to right, me but for every, our relationship. But everybody's but our, not going to be able to make it through something like that. Right? Yeah, a lot of people give up, yeah, and that's why there's up. divorce. Right, 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 right. Right, it's hard. That's and we were on the brink. I'm saying, like, we <laughs> were sitting down at the kitchen table with the computer right in front of us, figuring out how we were going to divvy up the little bit that's of right. that we did have ultimately. What, so, what, what made y'all stop and say, you know what, we can make this work if y'all were that close of just doing it? What made you stop? God, I mean, I'm yeah. telling you, like before, before all of this, we never really prayed together, mm-hmm. and we never, we never did that until maybe um, after us being together for like what, ten so, years, I mean, we eleven pray, years, you know, for, and when we, at the dinner table and all that kind of stuff, but just praying for each other and 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 some of those kind of things, I think God definitely had a bigger purpose. Like right. sometimes you don't really understand what it is that you have in front of you. You know, like no, neither one of us would have thought that we could make it through an open relationship ultimately and get to the point where we had the blessings that we have, our two baby boys, Ronald and Roman. But if we didn't go through some of the hardships, then you don't get to the ultimate blessing. It's funny that you say that. You know, I've been with my wife. uh, We've been married 17 years, been together 24. But we didn't start praying with each other like that. Of course, you pray at the dinner table. We didn't really start praying with each other until about 10 years ago, 8 years ago, Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Where and, and the whole relationship has changed. Changed yeah, exactly. so I've been much. Blessed and, and got more blessings and it's stronger. And we pray. I pray every morning before I leave to go to work. I wake my ass up and I pray. Right. We pray every night. Where <laughs> That's right. it's not just a thank you. It's we have a conversation with That's God right. and it, it right. works so much. And right. then when you start to value the sanctity of marriage and and really just honor the oath that you made under God, like mm-hmm. it's till death do us part, through sickness and health, like. Right. You really you those those words mean a lot and Absolutely. you know so yeah that's something I want to get into marriage counseling only because you know I've been, me and my wife have been together for like 20, 20 plus years I, I don't feel I don't and think you haven't anything, done it nah I don't mm. think there's anything wrong with fine tuning yeah what you have you have yeah. to find the right person though you have to find the right person that you're comfortable with because mm-hmm. I, I remember going with my wife at first. And I just felt like it was an older white guy, and I yeah. just felt like he didn't relate. He right. didn't yeah. understand, you know? Yeah. And it made us hate it at first, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just mm-hmm. felt like he didn't understand, right. you know? And sometimes they can be biased. They can lean towards the man or the woman. And we did go through probably, again, four or five different marriage counselors before we met Martez and Wadrina. And um, like my wife said, active listening was one of the main things that helped us um, so often in the argument you know, you're sitting there looking at your wife or your significant other and there's this wall up and you're waiting for the moment and the opportunity to fire back, mm-hmm. right? But when they talk talk to us about active listening, you act, actually have to listen to what the person is saying and repeat it back, right? right? And then if you, if, if you didn't say everything that she um, said to you, then she, she'll tell you the things that you missed out on, right? So 
when you do it in that capacity, you can't help but hear the person out as right. opposed to waiting to fire back. So that was one of the main yeah. things. That listening, right listening, listening with the intent to understand and not right. reply. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we call that right exactly. fighting. That happens in my relationship too. Like where you're a right fighter, where you... You you just want to be you just want to win the, the argument. Right. You just want to be right. You yeah. don't care what it takes. You just right. want to be, and you don't necessarily listen. So yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. I'm gonna do that for now. So or when that. people sometimes just say agree, they agree with you, but they don't really agree with you. They just say that to move on. To kill right. the argument. Yeah. Exactly. Don't you hate when you say you agree with somebody and you really do, but they're like, no, you don't. You're just saying. Yeah. I'm like, no, I really do agree. <laughs> right. Like, come on now. So uh, this whole time you didn't need a menage twice. You just needed marriage counseling. Yeah. Yeah. We needed a firm foundation set in our relationship. Right. We went to marriage. Premarital counseling, probably mm-hmm. four or five times before we got married. Yeah, but and, that's uh, really nothing. You yeah. guys do have an album coming out together. Yes. So let's talk about that. I sent you the song, Envy. I when I didn't get it. Yeah, I forwarded, uh, Come on, you I got it this Not morning and I forwarded Not, it to oh, you. Oh, she sent it this morning. That's yeah. why. Oh, that's okay. when I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, you got to play that, Joe. We gonna, we gonna play, we gonna yes, play it this it's morning. called "Love Comes Through." What well, the album um, is is entitled? Yeah, we're looking at re- releasing the album on our 13th anniversary, which March is March 10th. 10th. Mm-hmm. But this is our first single. It's called Love Comes Through. And Matter of fact, introduce it. Yo, this is Love Comes Through for me and Mari, a.k.a. The DeVos. That's right. You're looking so beautiful over there. Oh, thank Just you. Just like this song. Play that joint, Envy. <laughs> Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We still got some special guests in the building, Ronnie DeVoe and Shamari DeVoe from Housewives of Atlanta. What's going on with you and Marlo? I seen you guys going back and forth. Marlo. She talking about how you dress. You talking about all types of things. Her edible arrangement. She said, don't send her edible arrangements. Send her the diver. I like, like edible arrangements. I do, too. And she tried to throw shade on edible arrangements and tell me I need to send her some Godiva chocolate. Like, I'd rather have some fruit. Um. So what's going on? What's your- I take the Godiva. You would? Oh. I like a diet. Chocolate. I'm, I'm, I'm a health nut. Like so. But the edibles arrangements is chocolate covered fruit, ain't it? Not so, always. Not you always. can pick yeah. a different arrangement. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. What's your problem? What's, what's, the, what's the beef come from? I mean, Marlo just, she is notorious. She's known for engaging in arguments with the cast for you know, attention. She's gotten into it with Nene, Portia, Cynthia, everybody. So now I just I guess it's my turn. And um she really got upset because I went on Watch What Happens Live and they asked me who the shadiest housewife was, and I was like, oh, wait, Marlo's not a housewife. So <laughs> she got really upset, and she decided to address me on Twitter. You called her Marho. You said I her called cre- her Marho. You said her credit was low. <laughs> yeah, because she's been, you know, she, she boosts her bootleg fashions and scams people, sleeps with old men, all of that stuff. But she's trying to come for me for my fashions, and I'm like, just because I don't wear the Fendi's and the Louboutins and all that, I have twins. Like, I'm not trying to be dressed up and all of that. Like, you know, it's just not me. I mean, I dress how I want to dress, but mm-hmm. it's like the whole the whole season, she's just coming after me. And I really think it's because I have something that she wants. She wants to be married. Mm-hmm. She wants children. She wants a peach. You know, all of that. <laughs> now, how do you deal with when your significant other's parents don't like you? You had some issues with his mom. No, uh, how, how do you get over that hump? Because a lot of people like you. A lot of people Ma do Devo, go through that. Yeah, she didn't, and we actually that was the first time that we talked about it. Um, when you saw it on that episode, it's just it's really hard because you really want you know. See, so I love him so much, and I want his mom to love me as well, and I and I respect that. I love her because she had him, and it's just really hard when um, sometimes moms get a little bit too attached to the to their sons, mm-hmm. and um, you know they they look at it like. They're the number one woman, you know, for their whole life. And right. it, it, sometimes you have to just, you know, you got to let your son go and realize that he's got to go out and make his family. So I think it's hard for her to have someone else come in and 
um, take a piece of, you know, the pie. That's crazy. You the only boy, Ronnie? No, no, no. I have twin brothers. Twins running the family. Yeah. And that's not easy, like, to get over that hump because it sometimes it's putting your ego to the side. And sometimes as a husband, you have to step in and you don't want to slight your mom or your wife. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, ultimately, I just had to have the conversation with my mom just to let her know, like, you know, I love this woman. This is going to be the woman that I'm married to for the rest of my life. And there has to be a certain level of respect there. And she understood that, ultimately. She mm -hmm. wants the best for me. And everybody has their certain perception of what they want for their children. But now they have a great relationship. Yeah, relationship you know, after good. we were awesome. all able to basically them to have some couple slash mom therapy, right, you know, right. uh, to where now we all understand and respect each other. You know yeah. what I wanted to ask you, Ronnie? With, mm -hmm. with everything going on in pop culture right now, like with the Surviving R. Kelly series, yeah. and it's that line, I think, in Poison, where it says backstage, underage, adolescent, adolescent doing you the doing? wild thing. That's, yeah. on, that's on Do Me, yeah. How do y'all mm -hmm. handle that line now? Do you still <laughs> say it? Or? Well, underage was 21 and under, down to 18. It was not 18 and under. Yes, exactly. But it's it adolescent. No, I mean, come on, that's just terminology. You know, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. you just throw a jab, you know, on that level. But uh, we're definitely not proponents of anything that's on that level. When you look at R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, are um, just going through shit in their life, mm -hmm. man. I mean, for him to be molested as a child is kind of like the circles of life revolving. But ultimately, man, the, the cat needs to be put under the fucking jail if you ask me, because Absolutely. it still continues to happen. And how's mm -hmm. the group doing? Is the, is the group speaking now? Is New Edition speaking it? Um, Ronnie, <laughs> She's laughing. She's laughing. Right, right. Right. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, you know, we're still rocking, man. You know, we're on tour. As a matter of fact, in the spring, late April, early May, they're just fixing the routing right now. So that's what it is, man. Ralph and Johnny are over there handling their business. And at some point, I'm sure, you know, we'll smash this thing back together, but right now we're doing what we're supposed to do. Is Ralph still a problem? He, it was, I know last time they said he was a little a bit of a problem. Is he still a problem? Um, it's a problem because, you know, when you reach out to a cat and he doesn't return your phone call or a text, it's like, okay, you know, maybe some more time has to pass before, um, you know, he can jump back in the car. So you texted him, Happy New Year, he didn't hit you back? I mean, it happens. <laughs> that really happened? Not Happy New Year, but Happy Birthday. When's his birthday? May 17th. Oh, that was yeah, last year. Long time ago. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm texting these guys. Yeah. Okay. Yo, the, yo, I'm texting yo, these guys. They hit me back. Yeah. Yeah. So, yo, you see how she took that sweat out of my eye, right? I mean, that 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 eye booger out of my eye, right? I look down and I'm seeing Adam calling Ralph. This was maybe in September. Oh, uh, you right? butt dialed him. Right, so I was about to hang up, but then I was like, nah, let me see if he answers. Boom, so he didn't answer. Then I shot him a text. But I think at some point, we're going to get back to it. It's just the ebbs and flows of what New Edition is all about. And it's, it's almost like it's meant to be because if Bobby wasn't kicked out of the group, you wouldn't have Don't Be Cruel, right? Mm -hmm. If Ralph and Johnny didn't feel like, okay, now it's the time for us to go solo, you wouldn't have Bell Biv DeVoe, right? right? And we spoke Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, and, and Ricky and Mike into existence in 1984. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know. You think it's too sensitive? Shut up, man. He told you what it is. Shut up. Sensitive. Yeah. Well, we thank you guys yeah, for joining us. Man, man. <laughs> thank, thank you. I'm about, yo, I'm about to put this dude in the headlock. <laughs> yo, yo, but before we leave, can we say, um, 
one of the reasons why we accepted the platform of Real Housewives of Atlanta was mm-hmm. to be marriage ambassadors, right? right? And this coming April, April 27th, Saturday, we have our third annual Married, married for, for Life, Life Walk. Walk. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go to MarriedForLifeWalk.com. Yes, yep, it's Mary in Atlanta. MarriedNumberForLifeWalk.com. Yes. Tell them what it's all about. And we have like 500 couples that come out seriously plus. dating married couples, 500 right. plus couples. That's and what they, we had last year. We um, walk a two-mile walk, hold hands, we pray, we, they reaffirm, we reaffirm our love for one another, we have a balloon release where we let go of all of our challenges right. and um, it's just a really good time we speak we have entertainment yeah. and um, a lot of um, inspiration and encouragement to other like-minded couples so that's dope congratulations on that thank you well thank you guys for joining us Bird. All right, it's Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe. Love Comes Through, available on all, all platforms, digital platforms right now. <laughs> all right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk about Kelly. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, R. Kelly's studio was featured prominently on Surviving R. Kelly, and the cops have paid a visit to the studio. They didn't get any type of call or anything, but they just, I guess, felt like they wanted to go pay a visit. They said it looked like it was vacant, but he did have a birthday party there on Tuesday, by the way. So R. Kelly was celebrating his birthday, um, his 52nd birthday on Tuesday. Now, he's also currently being evicted from that music studio in Chicago on the west side. They said he has two weeks to settle up on the money that he owes. He owes about $80,000. Wow. Yeah, he pays 22000 a month. It's a 10-year lease that he has, and I guess he's fell behind in some payments. He rents it? Yeah. And they're, the actually, could I- they're trying to sell the building now, too. How the hell could R. Kelly celebrate a birthday at a time like this? I don't know. You know, it seems like he's not all there, so uh, clearly something's off. How many candles do you think was on his birthday cake? I don't know. I don't want to know. All I'm right. 16. Now, he's still getting booked for Stupid. concerts after all of this, but right now the only place that's really booking him is in Germany. So they said the dates that he has booked there, they were sealed in after Surviving R. Kelly aired. Now, what he's doing there is tickets for $115, and then if you want to do a meet and greet, that's going to cost you three fifty-five in Germany. So what's the legal age of consent in Germany? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Somebody look that up. Producers, Google that. All right, now R. Kelly, they're saying, may also be planning to flee to Africa, according to reports. There's some tips now that investigators are getting that that's his plan to flee the country. So they want to make sure that they work really hard toward charging him with the crime to keep him here. They don't want you in Africa? In this country. You, way, you think you're just going to pull up to Johannesburg or Nigeria and be welcomed with open arms? They got they got the internet, too. They know what's going on. Now, he don't want to go to jail. He's just probably going to get out there and get low. Man, he ain't get his ass whipped. Now, does, his, his brothers in Africa too that'll whip his ass. Absolutely. Does anybody think that R. Kelly is getting too much attention right now? Oh, and 14 years old is the uh, legal age in Germany. Oh, that's no. why he wants to be in Germany. That's okay, crazy. So now it all makes sense. All right. All right. Well, Future is promoting his album, The Wizard, and here's what he had to say about uh, R. Kelly getting too much attention. Man, who's who is that? I thought we had forgot about that. We're giving it too it. much attention. You know what I'm saying? Is that what it is? When you give things too much attention, they blow up. That's why he gonna blow it. That's why his music gonna do what it is. Cause y'all well, keep talking about it. Stop selling. talking about it. It'll go away. Who cares what Future has to say about R. Kelly at a time like this? Well, right? I think people are wondering why his streams have gone up the way that they have, and it is because everyone's talking about him. But we kind of have to right now because we want to make sure that a justice is served and uh, more victims are coming forward. And they wouldn't have if it wasn't for the documentary. And they've pulled his music off of st- radio stations now. So well, finally, here's the thing. 
Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's not about R. Kelly. I mean, it is about R. Kelly, but it's not really about R. Kelly. This is an entry point to a broader conversation, and that conversation should be about the abuse of women, the abuse of young black girls. That's the larger issue we should be talking about, even more so than R. Kelly, because long after the hype of this doc dies down and people go on about their business, even if R. Kelly ends up locked up, it's R. Kelly's in every community. So, yes, we need to speak up about this loudly to set a cultural standard that we won't stand for this. But it's about R. Kelly, too, because he needs to go to jail. He needs to pay. a lot. lot of they, There's a lot of victims out there that need some healing and they want revenge. He's, he's just an entry point to a broader conversation. He's very cocky about having gotten away with it. Too. Absolutely. Need to lock his ass up and then we need to start catching on everybody who's dating That's and, what I'm and saying. sexually this molesting is, these, this these is, young this girls. Is, this is an entry boys. point to a broader conversation. It's a, it's a, we, stuff like this has been happening in every community, especially in the black community for a long time and we don't talk about it. You know, it your, your uncle might be all Kelly. Alright, well Michael Jackson, there is the Leaving Neverland documentary and that's going to premiere at the Sundance Film Festival this year. And in that documentary, it reportedly accuses Michael of sexually abusing two young boys. You, now, knew this, you knew this was coming. Michael Jackson's estate is saying that those allegations are basically an attempt to exploit Michael when it premieres at Sundance. They said this is yet another lurid production in an outrageous and pathetic attempt to exploit and cash in on Michael Jackson. It's another rehash of dated and discredited allegations. According to his estate, they said it's baffling why any credible filmmaker would involve himself with this project. Oh, that, the answer to that is easy. I mean, you know, it's, it's, this is still business at the end of the day. And that R. Kelly doc was great for business. And, you know, this might be end up being a new lane. And they're going to target people like the Michael Jacksons because they know all the noise that these these documentaries make on social media. They're good for ratings. I mean, this is still the TV business and the film business at the end of the day. And I'm not mad if it's as detailed as R. Kelly's story. If it's as detailed and they have the proof and they have the evidence with anybody that they do a documentary on. That R. Kelly, they had people in the R. Kelly's camp talking about what they did wrong. You know what I mean? If they have it that detailed and that much proof, then I'm all for it. Anybody. Y'all going to keep that same energy with Michael Jackson? If it's the detailed and he did the same thing, yeah, why not? All right, now, Wendy Williams, we thought she was going to be back on the air on Monday. Well, she has postponed for a second time when she's going to return to her show. Now, she says a panel will host in her absence. She has to take some more time off. Who's that? Wendy Williams. Who's going to host? A panel. Oh, a panel. Yeah, people. a panel. So I guess now it's coming back on the 21st. So that's the plan right now, according to the Jasmine brand. Okay, I'm Angela Salute to the Jasmine brand. Yes. I mean, huh? Oh, no, real quick. If I'm not mistaken, I think the two people that that Michael Jackson's documentary is about, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I I, I thought that they pled under oath that yeah. none of the stuff that they said Michael did was true. Correct. Oh, that was Wade Robson, Wade Robson and James Safechuck? Yes. Yeah, I They did so, yeah. testify under oath that Michael never did anything inappropriate toward them, and they are, uh, they said it's unclear who is the focus of the documentary, but that's who the estate believes are the two people. As I said, if it's proof, like this all, Kelly, like it's foolproof evidence and all that, then I want to see any documentary. But if it's not, then I don't want to see it. Yeah, that. but they already pled on the oath that he didn't do anything, so can you really take their word seriously? Not at they all. They pled on the oath. Then I don't want to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. This is a month, this, this, right, this documentary right here, this but is But that's a what the grab. estate believes. We don't know for sure that, that that's oh. the case. Well, well, if it is those two individuals, then this is just a clear money grab. That's all. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that down to? Uh, well, you know, since we're, we're having a little discussion about Protect Our Women doing rumor report, you know, uh, let's talk about that. Four after the hour. These are two cases of, of instant karma, two moments that can be used to teach one lesson, which is uh, Protect Our Women. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, dunk it, other Charlemagne. You are 
a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey that. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yes, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, January 10th is a double donkey. And the reason I'm giving out this double donkey is because these are two moments that can be used to teach one lesson. And that one lesson is protect all women. Now, he is going to a man named August Williams, and a haw is going to an unidentified man who tried to rob Pollyanna Biana. Now, I often ask myself as a man, am I doing enough to protect women? That's a question that all men should ask themselves because a lot of us have daughters, sisters, aunts, mothers, of course, and friends that are women that we care about. But we also must remember that other women are also someone's daughter, sister, aunt, mother, friends, etc., etc. Basically, it takes a village not just to raise a child, but to look after one another. Okay, if we all followed the golden rule, if we all treated each other the way we wanted to be treated, if all men treated all women the way we wanted people to treat the women in our life, then we would truly be making the ecosystem a better place, right? Now, I truly believe that whatever you don't no, the universe will teach you. And the universe can either learn you the easy way or the hard way. Well, these two men, August Williams and this other man whose name we don't have yet, learned the hard way. Let's start with August Williams. This happened in Charlotte, North Carolina, when August Williams attempted to kidnap a woman by forcing her into his car. Thank God this woman broke free. Not only did she break free, but she ran into a nearby establishment for help, and there was a group of men in this establishment who were ready, willing, and able to protect our women. Would you like to know what this establishment was? Would you like to know who these people are? are who came to this woman's aid. Let's go to WSOC 9 for the report, please. Karate sister who fought off a man who chased a woman into his karate school is speaking out for the first time about the chaos. Said he was just punching at everything from walls to cars to everything. Man tried to force a woman into a car and then she ran. They say he followed her into the karate school. Well, that's when police say the instructor confronted August Wills Williams to keep his students safe. He also said because last night was traumatic for the young students who were there, his lesson for them tomorrow will be centered around what happened. Williams has been arrested. Fatality. August Williams attempted to kidnap a woman. She got away and ran into a karate studio. Mm. Look at God. No, okay. <laughs> and this is just further proof that karma has no menu. You get served what you deserve. Can I get an amen? I said, can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Heathens. Now, let's move on to the second teacher. <laughs> at least he didn't run moment. into a gun range. Uh, that would have been bad. That would have been classic. <laughs> Why didn't he let the students practice on the guy, too? <laughs> I guess you couldn't, though, because it's self-defense. So you could, again, you ready? Okay. Now, now let's move on to the second teachable moment. Uh, this one was in Rio de Janeiro, and this unidentified man, I keep calling him unidentified because we don't have his name. His name isn't in, isn't in any of the news articles, but he's also unidentified because his face right now looks like he's getting an early start on a Halloween costume. This man looks like something out of Michael Jackson's Thriller video. This man looks like one of the whisperers from The Walking Dead. And trust me when I tell you, he earned every knot on his face. See, this man was waiting outside the apartment of a female UFC fighter named Pollyanna Viana, and he was threatening harm to her so he could rob her. And this happened. Let's go to ESPN for the report, please. There is a young lady in Brazil, and her name's Pollyanna, and uh, she's sitting on a bench, just minding her own business. She's looking at her cell phone like we all do. And while Pollyanna was sitting on that bench, there was a gentleman that went and sat down next to her, and 
he just kind of sat a little too close and made her a little uncomfortable. And Pollyanna just felt a certain way about it. So she took that cell phone and she started to put it in her pocket. It was at that moment when the gentleman sitting next to her gestured to something that was shaped like a gun in his pocket and demanded that she hand over the cell phone. Oh. Little did this man who attempted to rob Pollyanna know Pollyanna is a professional MMA artist that fights mm -hmm. in the UFC. So Pollyanna mm. stood up, punched him in the face, wow. kicked him in the face, and put him in a choke lock, Finish and it. then called the authorities and held him in the lock until the authorities came. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> now you got a black eye for an iPhone, okay? <laughs> See, he thought he had an easy lick because she was a woman. All right, some women are fragile as glass, but some women, in the case of Pollyanna, are fragile like bombs. So you got to be careful how you handle both because one you might break, but one might break you, all right? By the way, this is one of my worst nightmares, getting into a random fight with someone and they end up being an MMA fighter and you end up in a red naked chokehold on a random Tuesday, okay? This story of Pollyanna Viana putting the beats on this man who attempted to rob her reminds me of a quote that they say, and by they, I mean me. How people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. How that UFC fighter reacts to you trying to rob them, well... That's your ass. All right, these are two examples of karma being both swift and hilarious, and nothing I love more than instant karma. And if you don't believe in karma, these two stories should change your mind. I ask myself often, am I doing enough to protect our women? Yes, but I need to do a lot more. But clearly, what we won't, what we won't do as men, the universe will. Uh, please give August Williams and the unidentified man who tried to rob Pollyanna the biggest hee-haw. <coughs> All right. There you also, have it. also a great reason to uh, let your daughter teach, get some self-defense classes as well. Absolutely. My kids in karate, mm -hmm. taekwondo, itch knee sun she go rocka itchy achi kuju. Might be uh, time sounds, to get back sounds, into boxing again. Mm -hmm. What the hell did you just say? I counted to ten, I believe. You believe? Yo, you believe? I think now so. you don't you might, even know what you exactly, did for you real. Might have just insulted the I whole believe. Asian community. No, but I, I did. I, I took Taekwondo, and I remember being like, "Itch knee." Listen, son, we don't need she, you to believe. Go, we don't need you to believe. Itchy, we, itchy, stop cool. it! Stop you, it! It sounded like you it. said itch twice. First of all, itch, I, itchy, and then you I said want, itchy knee. Okay. I want to apologize to the Asian community because I don't know if anybody's offending y'all or I'm not, not right that's now. How, that's okay. No, forget it. Exactly. Up next is we Ask don't need you to believe. Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can ask Yee right now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, um, my name is. Oh, I'm not gonna say my name because I don't want nobody. You're anonymous. Okay, I have a man, uh -huh. and he has a 20 year old, a 17 year old, a six year old, and a three year old. Okay. But I don't have any kids. Okay. My man, like every single every day, he doesn't call me and say how your day doing or did you eat anything like that. But he calls his daughter, which is acceptable. I don't mind him doing that. I'm not jealous or anything like that. But he calls his daughter and he makes sure, okay, did you eat today or did you? What did you do? Did it this and that? But is it wrong for me to think like, okay, why can't he do that for me? So you want him to treat you like his daughter? No, I don't want him to treat me like his daughter. What I want him to do is, I want some of the attention that I'm not saying I want the attention that he's giving his daughter, but I'm saying that as a woman. Shouldn't he ask me how my day is going and stuff like that, too? Like, I understand he, that's his daughter. He got to make sure that his daughter is okay. But how about me? Because it seems like 
the Timpsons always drips to her, but... Well, it sounds like he has four kids and a lot going on that he has to check up on, and you don't have any kids, and your attention's always on him. But his attention is more divided because he has a lot more things to be concerned about and a lot more people. Oh, yeah, you're right. Do you call him and check on him and ask how he's doing? Yes, all the time. I I text him at work and make sure he's okay and stuff like that. But he he doesn't seem to, like, get the drift to do it with me. I don't know if it's because I don't ask for or if I don't... Well, why don't you ask for it? I don't know because I feel like he's hard-headed. Like, he don't listen. Well... And if I ask for it, it won't make no sense. Well, Miss Anonymous, why would you talk yourself out of something that you haven't even tried yet? This is what you do. And it's all about how you ask for things, too, and how we communicate with each other. So if you say it in a way like, you know what I love? I love when you call me and check on me, and I appreciate that. That's why I always call and check on you, baby. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I should should be more engaged. Yeah, I should do things like that. Give him the opportunity to do what you want him to do instead of of saying to yourself, he's not going to do it anyway. He don't want to do this. Why he don't treat me like this? Well, you got to show people how to yeah, treat yeah. you sometimes. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. I, I never thought of it like that. I just thought of, because I'm more quiet than to push. I, no, as a matter of fact, I'm more of a man coming on to me than me coming on to a man. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's how I am. Well, he's a little Thank older, you. so he's probably not playing those games with you. But go ahead and let him know what you want and do it in a nice way. And perhaps he'll do it, and then you guys will be a whole lot happier. Yeah, you're right. Thank you very much for the advice. Thank you. I appreciate you for calling and checking in on me, boo. All right, I will. Thank <laughs> you. You're welcome. All right, good luck. Ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit ye Morning, now. Morning, everybody. It's, the it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, it's time. We're in the Morning. middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Cece from Brooklyn. Hey, what's your question for you? Okay, so me and my fiance, we've been engaged for a year and together for a year and a half. And our sex life is trash. Oh. We've tried toys, we've tried going to a sex therapist, everything. And it's just, it's so boring. Like, what else can we do? Well, what makes, so explain trash. Like, what's trash about it? Is it his equipment? Like, is it? I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not attracted to him like that. Like, so why are you guys and getting married? Because I love him. He's a great guy. You don't give up the 80 for the 20. Okay, so, I'm so to fix the sex. you love his personality, but you're, you're not attracted to him. I'm not sexually so attracted to him. So how can sex be good with somebody you're not attracted to? Because it used to be in the beginning. So I don't understand what happened or how we could get it back. Well, what changed? Time, I guess. Just living together. Once we moved in, our sex life declined. And y'all both look the same. Everything else is the same. He's still yes, everything is a same. powerful man to you. Yes. And you're just bored. I'm I, bored. I just want to say it. this. I understand what you're saying is that, uh, you know, settling down doesn't mean have, doesn't have to mean settling. Right. Could you forever true. for the rest of your life be with somebody that you're not sexually attracted to? No, but... You called your you sex life trash. I wouldn't give up a really great guy, though, because of one aspect of the relationship. I I would see if there's any other way. It seems like it's really affecting you, though. It is. It is. Sometimes you have to respond to what your needs are and be a little selfish and stop trying to talk yourself into something that's good on paper. It might be time for you to just, and I'm not saying y'all have to break up, but maybe it is time for you to spend some time without him so you can figure it out, because marriage is a huge deal, and you shouldn't go into it already with an issue like that. 
So okay, ma- maybe you. it is, you said since y'all moved in together, maybe it is time yeah. for you to like just spend some time apart and that's how you guys will reconnect. Okay, I'll try that. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Ask E 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, you could call at any time. Now we got rumors on the way. I'm sorry, but imagine being with somebody who you just don't like having sex with at all and you said it's trash. Could you do it? Nope. I think it's important. I don't think it's everything, but I think you do have to be attracted to somebody. All well, right. I guess that's when you got to uh, have an open relationship like Ronnie DeVoe and um, Shamari. his wife, Shamari. And, and they said they wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Well, that's probably because Dave's sex life popping, though. But if your sex life trash, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about um, the iHeartRadio Music Award nominations. You know, those are coming up. And we'll tell you who is leading the pack. All right. We'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, let's talk about the iHeartRadio Music Award nominations. Now, Cardi is up for more than a dozen trophies, so congratulations to her. Shout to Cardi. Invasion of privacy deserves it. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. You guys can also vote. You can check out the nominees and vote um, as well. Go to iHeartRadio.com slash awards to start that voting process. And trust me, there's somebody out there right now that's slow that's saying, how's she up for all these awards and she ain't putting no music out yet this year? Oh, like they don't know it's from last year? Yes. Okay. Well, let's see what you guys think about uh, some of these nominations. What is the hip-hop song of the year? All right. Is it Drake with God's Plan? Is it Cardi B? I like it. Drake in my feelings. Drake, nice for what? Or Post Malone featuring Ty Dolla Sign Psycho? Lil Duval Smile Bitch. And I can't believe Lil Duval Smile Bitch is not nominated. I heart y'all are slacking. But which, okay? of, which out of those would you say is the number one hip-hop song of the year? None of them. I told you what the hip-hop song of the year was. Mm. Actually, the hip-hop song of the year would be Travis, Mo- Travis Scott and Drake Sickle Mode. All right, but- for- but mm-hmm. iHeart is probably basing it off uh, airplay. Now, for Hip Hop Artist of the Year, mm-hmm. who do you have? Cardi B, Drake, Kendrick, Post Malone, or Travis Scott? Got to go between Drake and Cardi to me. I'm, you know, I'm picking Body all day. All right, all right. Well, make sure you guys go ahead and vote. Who's so this Post be- guy you keep talking about? What songs does he sing? I like Post Malone songs. I'm not gonna. You can't oh, find a- Post Malone. Okay. Shut up. Yeah, stop it. He's already going through things and doesn't want to be picked on in the new year. You know. All right, now let's discuss uh, a potential movie that you might want to see. I know you guys are going to be scared about this, but Amazon did greenlight a Jordan Peele produced documentary series. Guess who it's on? Who? Lorena Bobbitt. If you don't remember who she is, well, here's a little snippet for you. This was a modern love story. (laughs) girl. Boy falls in love with girl. Boy marries girl. Girl cuts off boy's penis. What did he do to make her do something like that? Mm-mm-mm. That was a, a snippet. snippet. Stupid. Listen, uh, Jordan, uh, well, that's what well, he sent it out. He sent out big old scissors for the us promo. What I you gonna sure. send out for Lorena Bobbitt promo, Jordan Bill? Those same scissors. The same scissors. Yeah, he sent us big golden scissors I, for the us. Uh, but I thought they were rusty. Movie. This should be very interesting um, because there was so much media coverage at the time. They're going to have some clips of new interviews that touch on the alleged abuse <laughs> that she suffered within the relationship, the trial, and how it still impacts media today and how she was discussed in the media. So 
um, you know, should be, I think, really interesting. I think these people are doing documentaries on things that they know would have gone super viral back in the day. Like, if there was social media around when Lorena Bobbitt cut off that dude's penis, it would have been everywhere. And so I think they're just going back just to see how Twitter reacts to this stuff. All right, now, I know y'all want to hear about this. Oprah Winfrey and Gail King, they're talking about what it is that they do. They give some dating advice on how to keep things spicy in the bedroom. I would say... You do costumes? Once I tried... You play nurse and he plays bad doctor? No, no, no. Okay. Once I tried, once I tried this, this is so many years ago, and I got the whole negligee thing, and I'm standing at the stairs when he comes in, and he literally comes in, Stedman, walks right past me and says, what are you doing? I got one better. Wrap myself up with saran wrap. No, you put, didn't. Yes, I did. Put on the trench coat. He came home and went, ta-da! And he went, what is that? <laughs> so that's not good for your ego. So I would say... Ask him yeah. what would be spicy. For, I can totally understand why you would walk by your girl if she was wrapped in saran wrap and yeah. say, what is that? Like, like, you can, wasted I, the I, whole roll of saran wrap. <laughs> yeah, it, has no, it has nothing to do with, oh with you. It has to do with the fact you're covered in saran wrap. Because <laughs> well, well, I'm always running out of saran wrap at home, and I would be so mad. Well, why saran wrap? Why is that Why is that sexy? Like, what, do you, what happens after you're wrapped in saran wrap? Do I bake you? Like, what no, do I do to you? What, cut put it in little, the fridge. Cut a little hole. Cut a little hole. So you can breathe. Oh. <laughs> what were you thinking of? <laughs> I was trying to figure this out. I'm like, cut a little hole. I was, like, where are you cutting a hole? I was yeah, curious. I, like, I, was, I was trying to figure out why that would be pleasurable. So she's covered in saran wrap. I cut a hole in the vagina. I don't know. Like, why? Hmm. That's not, It is a weird like, that, thing. I don't know what the... Let me. Why not up. just be naked under the trench coat? Why saran wrap? Yeah, that would be like humping your grandma's couch that had the plastic on it when you was growing yes. up. And the, the couch... You know you know, everybody had that grandma house you go to and mm -hmm. she don't want you to sit on this furniture so you have plastic all over it? That's like humping that. Look, now, I'm looking on Glamour.com, and they said this is a nice kinky sex move that he'll love if you wrap your man up in saran wrap. And she said, I cut holes to let his nipples out, and the sensation was amazing when I rubbed my fingers across his skin. Plus, when the saran wrap was peeled off, his skin was ultra-sensitive. Well, at least nah. it's not aluminum foil. It could have been aluminum foil. <laughs> so you guys should try that. Wrap him up like a mummy. Nah. Nah, I'm cool on that. Now pass. That's just a waste of saran wrap. How are you going to be telling people to go green and recycle and all kind of stuff when you're just wasting saran wrap, wrapping your body all in it? Yeah. I'm sure some people have tried it out, so if you have, tweet me and I'll retweet you. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Gail King. No, Gail, fine. <laughs> Don't let nobody tell you different. Okay? And Oprah. Oprah, fine, too, but Gail, fine. All right, now Shaq uh, was discussing what really touched him about uh, making him feel like he should pay for Jasmine Barnes' funeral. Now, uh, he's not the only one who made sure that everything got taken care of. And we've been talking about Jasmine Barnes a lot during Front Page News, a seven-year-old who was killed in a shooting that they feel like was a mistaken identity. Uh, here's what he had to say about why he felt like he wanted to make sure that he actually contributed. The pain that the mom had to go through, and I saw at the end that they were raising money for the funeral, and you know, with, with something that terrible to have happened, I don't want people to have to worry about trying to raise a few thousand to pay for a funeral. So I'm always in Houston. I've been living in Houston for 20 years, so I just thought it was the right thing to do. All right. Dropping the clues bonds for Shaq, damn it. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and hey. that is your rumor report. Saran wrap costs $26.28? Where? You must be thinking about doing it. Why'd you look at the price? Mm -hmm. Saran <laughs> wrap does not cost that much. Why'd you look at the price? Googled, yeah. I googled Saran wrap, and that's the first thing. Right. 
Amazon.com Saran Premium Wrap 100 Square Foot Rolls Pack of 12 Oh, you about $26 to have some fun tonight $26.28 I see you You about to have some fun tonight, all right? Hell no, I'm I not that's rich, that's, First of all, that's rich people problems $26.28 for some Saran Wrap? Absolutely not That can't be right My goodness Is that right? I don't know That's not right Saran Wrap is not that expensive all right. I don't know what Saran Wrap. Maybe you're looking at oh, some no. like okay. All right. industrial I, I found, size. Okay, on CVS it says two dollars ninety nine. Yeah, what were you looking at? I don't at? know where you were getting ripped square off. Feet. That was on Amazon. Jeff Bezos must be jacking everything up because he know he' about to lose half his fortune. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Well, Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note for the people? I do, man. The positive note of the day is something to remember on this fine Thursday. Uh, weak people revenge. Strong people forgive. But intelligent people, we ignore.